0: and our next item is the final design and construction contract award full GMP for the new middle school at Stratford dr. Murphy
1: yes uh, let me turn to uh, mr. Ben Bergen and uh, Ms. Leslie Peterson to uh, present this information mr. Bergen has the uh, architectural and design component and Ms. Peterson has the financials good evening everyone it's very uh, <clears throat> quite a pleasure to present the final design and GMP for the Stratford or the new middle school at Stratford just as a recap in essence this is a new neighborhood middle school providing 1,000 seats to open in 2019 a little bit on the on the project timeline about three years ago we set out on the BLPC PFRC journey Uh, There's been lots of conversations along the way, including a local historic district designation activity that's a little bit unique to the site. Um, The last time the school board acted on a design was in June of 2016, so almost uh, two years ago at this point. And then exactly one year ago this month, we had the use permit approved by the county board. So more recently, we've uh, we've conducted a, a, a meeting with the BLPC at the end of February and there is a a mistake on the slide there the 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 date for school board action is anticipated at the next school board meeting so that would be april and we'll be starting construction directly thereafter so just very briefly on the on the aspects of the design this is actually an identical slide that was shown during the the county board use permit hearing so uh, nothing is uh, substantively changed since then Um, we we have a, a number of improvements off-site to basically allow the the site and the building to function uh, better as a neighborhood middle school So improvements to help pedestrian access and vehicular access to the site Uh, a closer look at the actual site we we do have a driveway connection one way going from vacation lane to old dominion the addition is located on the uh, the left-hand side of the screen Uh, it's a a three-story uh, addition about 40 to 45,000 square feet and we have a number of uh, site improvements and enhancements to include uh, stormwater management facilities and expanded parking lot on vacation lane to replace the parking that uh, the building uh, the building addition will will sit on moving through the the building itself we've made very strategic uh, renovations to the existing facility uh, primarily to help it function better as a, as a middle school program. So uh, for those specific renovation enhancements are pointed out on, on the various slides. So in the, at the very lowest level, there is conversion of some space for a new arts and tech suite. Uh, moving up to the, the next level, you begin to see the addition, again, on the left-hand section of the, the screen. Uh, on this level, in the addition, it's primarily space to enhance the uh, PE, physical education program. Um, the the main uh, there is a in addition or um, an entrance uh, component that sort of connects the addition to the existing building uh, also on this level you'll notice on the far right hand of the screen we're proposing a new elevator uh, in the in the building which was a, a large ask during the, the BLPC process to help accessibility of the school continuing to the the next level in the addition this is the uh, um, the new library space uh, and some support classrooms surrounding it Uh, you'll you'll hear the term uh, heart of school used um, a couple times in the presentation so the it really represents kind of the convergence of the old and the new Uh, in in this case it's uniting uh, the the uh, the areas um, where the the addition connects the existing building uh, where there's um a breakout space from the library it's very close to the cafeteria and in the main gym on the upper floor we have the the library classrooms in the or sorry the science classrooms in the addition with some other support classrooms uh... some uh... renovations to help uh, collaboration uh, teacher collaboration areas and then sort of in the middle of the building where you may have been in the existing library we're converting that to the the working family life suite a couple of uh, three-dimensional perspective views beginning in the upper left-hand corner you sort of see the the site as it's arranged and then moving to the to the upper right-hand corner you see some of the articulation of the facade this as as a historic uh, local historic district we paid particular attention to the kind of uh, facade materials that they would be complementary and very distinct from the existing building so in that image, the the yellow brick with the, the stone sort of on at the base is the existing facility, and then everything to the to the to the left, uh, including the the green, uh, prepatinated copper cladding of the the main material of the addition, and uh, and a, a precast sort of entry portal to mark mark the new entrance. Just below that, you see a sectional view. It's cut through the the main entrance area. It's a three three-level uh, space in one portion, uh, very generous, it receives a lot of natural light, just to be a very dynamic and, and welcoming space for the, for the students coming from the, the driveway connection for the, the, the parent um, drop-off. And then finally on the, on the bottom left-hand screen you see an interior view of the renovated arts and tech suite that's in the um, bottom level of the building. So these next several slides may sound familiar. We've, we've went through something very similar for uh, the Fleet Elementary School and the Wilson School um, in when you heard those two projects in January. Uh, so just like those, we, we are a, a CM at risk delivery method. So part one of that was to do pre-construction services that was awarded to Turner Construction Company back uh, in December of 2015. So just a couple of comments on what a GMP is. It stands for Guaranteed Maximum Price. Uh, the contractor, in this case, Turner Construction, has been involved during the design process and has reviewed and given feedback to the team. They take those completed documents, they, they, they bid it, and, and then present to APS a Guaranteed Maximum Price. So that price is the price they agree to construct a project, barring any major unanticipated changes. So for this project, <coughs> we followed a similar uh, process to to Fleet and Wilson, and in November of 2017, the initial GMP submission very, um, uh, very largely exceeded our our estimates by several million dollars, and so like the Wilson and Fleet projects, we pursued a number of areas to to reduce those costs. That included extending and uh, rebidding some of the uh, elements within the project, looking at the APS owner costs, and also doing value engineering and other scope reduction options. So when we look at uh, value engineering, we're very careful to, to maintain the uh, the essence of the project. In this case, it's uh, the capacity, sort of the the, um, uh, the parking spaces, the, the outdoor uh, play areas. Uh, for this project, we reviewed over 160 individual items. Um, we evaluated those against several criteria which are, are listed there on the screen. And after that evaluation, we, we started in November of 17 with uh, uh, an overage of $4.68 million. And that represented 17% of the project. It was quite a large gap for us to, to try to bridge. Through the the, uh, efforts that I mentioned on the previous slide, we were able to close that gap by a significant margin. Um, And and by doing that, we we accepted what we consider low to no impact value engineering items. I have a couple examples of that on the next uh, screen. In addition to that, to further look at cost savings, we did evaluate other opportunities that would uh, require significant concessions, either around the use permit approved by the county board, the uh, certificate of appropriateness, which is also approved by the county board, that, that's um, sort of the, the document that represents the historic character of the site, and or impacts on the teaching and learning program itself. So some examples of what we would consider low to no impact are, are on the screen there, and these Uh, are very similar to the things that we accepted at the other projects of Wilson and Fleet. They were looking at um, simplifying designs, changing materials and finishes, uh, modifications to um, roofing, and and using alternative manufacturers. The kinds of things that we we evaluated and considered, but that would impact the use permit or the COA, included any kind of modification to exterior materials because those, those approvals by the county board were very specific on what we agreed to construct in the project. Uh, and that also included modifying or removing exterior canopies. Again, anything that would, would make a substantive change to the exterior of the building was, uh, would impact those two uh, approvals. Um, and, and similarly, but to a lesser degree, um, removing portions of the planned uh, sidewalk on vacation lane. So we, we have a, listed on the screen here a number of, of items that we would consider very significant impacts to the teaching and learning environment and or uh, planned improvements to make the building more functional. Uh, these included um, um, deletions to several types of renovations that we were doing in the existing building, um, removing the new elevator that was proposed to increase the accessibility of the, of the, of the gym and a few other uh, other things the uh, you know I I will say that it, value engineering on this project was extremely difficult because of all the constraints that we had unlike Wilson and fleet it's a, it's an addition so the changes that we make within the addition there's there's a, a an economy scale that we didn't quite we couldn't quite get to um, like we had the other projects and there were there were other constraints around the the site and the and the other approvals that made it very difficult to, to review those, those items. So with all that uh, considered, you know, it is our staff recommendation to accept the low to no impact um, value engineering options and, and avoid any other impacts beyond that. So avoid the impacts to the COA, the use permit, um, and, and certainly the impacts to the teaching and learning environment and to to use additional funding from the capital reserve to make up the the remaining gap. And now I'll turn it to Ms. Peterson.
0: Thank you, Mr. Bergen. What did I do? There we go. One of the things that we um, can take advantage of on this project and that we are exploring is the Virginia Historic Tax Credit And this is a result of the historic designation of the Stratford building. Basically what this program allows us to do is, um, this program was designed to incentivize the rehabilitation of historic structures. And what it allows us to do is to take advantage of some tax credits. And while APS cannot itself take advantage of the tax credits, we can find a third party who would want these tax credits and sell them to them basically. it is something that it is a long process that we have to go through. Um, we we see that there's the possibility of um, getting reimbursed for between one and a half and two million dollars in costs on this project, but that would not occur until after the completion of the Stratford project because once we go through all of the approvals, then they also have to do a final audit of all the expenditures and determine whether or not they're allowable, and then reimburse us for that um, if we are to go through this process and if we are approved and we do actually re- get some reimbursement from this this program um, we would recommend that those funds be then used to replenish the capital reserve um, for the funds that were taken the proposed project funding is shown here at schematic design uh, the total project was It was composed of major construction bonds, capital reserve funds of $250,000, some operating funds for things like furniture and equipment that can't be bought with bonds bonds, in the amount of $800,000. And then some jointly funded items, uh, both from the county and the schools, um, totaling $4.22 million. Um, at, this, at this time, we are proposing funding of um, $39 dollars The major construction bonds remain the same. We are proposing an additional $2.2 million to be taken from the capital reserve. The operating funds stay the same. And then the jointly funded items um, also have increased just slightly, and uh, we propose funding that also with capital reserve. The proposed project budget, a total of $39,150,000, um, comprises a GMP of just over $30 million, an owner soft costs of $8.7 million. The chart on the right outlines the proposed jointly funded items between the county and the schools. The county and schools have agreed to these items, so the county will in fact provide their 50% share of those items. Um, and they are all related to transportation, access, utilities, safety, and community use.
1: So in sim- summary, just to wrap up, we, we do approve, uh, recommend that the, the board approves the final design as identified in the exhibits, uh, those are A through F, that the board approves the total project bu- budget, funding available, and jointly funded items that Ms. Peterson just described, shown in exhibits uh, G and H. And the last, uh, but certainly not least, award the phase two construction phase services contract to Turner in the amount shown, just over $30 million.